0: we
2: program, reporting to you from the wastelands of California, deep inside an underground boiler room. First time listeners, thank you kindly for finding this. We hope you come again and again. First time listeners out there, I'm so glad you made it in. Tonight, we do receive an update from the one and only Marshall Masters. He's been here many times before, and he has returned to give us... Another update in these very, very troubled times. Some say these are the end times. It's happening now, they say. Do you believe that? I also want to invite all of you out there to call in whenever your little heart desires. Now, without further ado, before I get carried away here, let's bring in Mr. Marshall Masters. You know, to be honest with all of you out there... I can't believe he's been on as many times as he's been on. It's quite remarkable really and let's see if he is there. Marshall, what's going on? How are you?
0: I'm great, Michael. How are you doing? Do you care? I do. I'm you're fantastic. A
2: good guy. I'm great. I can't complain, Marshall. I'm having a good day now that you're here.
0: Oh, this is nine eleven, you know? Oh yeah. On nine eleven I always like to ask people where were you that day?
2: I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, I just got done doing a recording of the events of that super Tuesday morning, uh, Marshall. I I talked a little bit about that on another show. And Uh I I must say, I I still remember that. And I get nervous even thinking about it now because I've been thinking about it all day. And also because I saw a bunch of uh, kids wearing uh, the mask. And that really upset me today. I, I don't know why, Marshall, but that really got me upset with everything going on around the world. It upsets me,
0: too, because I see people wearing the mask. It's has nothing to do with health. and You know, if you're around someone who's senior with complications, you're in a certain setting, I can see it gives some marginal value. But, you know, otherwise, to me, it's a mark of dentured servitude. Slavery. Masks are slavery. Look at Sweden. Sweden, they didn't do any of this. Okay? Sweden said, hey, let's go with herd immunity. Guess what? They're doing much better than anybody else. Their first wave was rough, but then it settled down. And when I'm looking at the masks, Michael, what really troubles me, and I've written about it on my site, right? Is that the purpose is not to protect us. So the masks is to perpetuate the crisis in endless cycles. And here's why because when we're wearing the masks, we're not developing herd immunity and viruses mutate. And so it sets us up for new mutations, whereas we could knock it out if we, you know, just simply went with the tools God gave us. And We don't need masks. What we need is OTC-H-hydroxychloroquine. We should be able to buy it like Sudafed, okay? And uh, yeah, go ahead, put it behind the counter, and maybe you show a license, but we should be able to go get this stuff. And so for me, the whole thing with the masks is it's just about creating panic, creating fear, because it's not about the virus. It's about the election.
2: Right. And tonight, we've got a plethora of topics to dissect here tonight. America is at the brink of collapse socially and economically. It's been the summer of love. All right, Marshall. California is on fire, and many believe that the fires were actually caused by a DEW. Your thoughts?
0: Well, I just you know, I'm just in California, and um, the smoke is awful, so I'm in battle right now. I don't want to be in California. It's a disaster. They have all of this fire is a result of mismanagement. The feds have been giving the state tons of money for forest management, and they've been using it for whatever social programs they want to do. And they justify hurting the funds by saying, kumbaya, we have to have a green world, and you know, there's... You need to leave the fuel on the ground so it can return to the earth or whatever their thinking is. Fuel on the ground creates fires. And a lot of people don't realize that it used to be before whites came to the West, Native Americans would go and set fires to clean out the fuel. And so burn it off. And this way, it would actually create nourishment for the ground. It would create open space, and young plants could shoot up. And so, there's always been an intelligent way to deal with it. But when you you go into like a redwood grove, redwoods handle fire pretty well, better than a lot of other trees. And if you're in an old redwood like Santa Cruz, there's going to be two types of redwoods. One is going to be pre-white people. One's going to be post-white people. Seriously. Ones that are pre-white people, you can see where there's the fire burns and the earls, you know, on on the trunks. And uh, but the trees fine, they handle it, they regenerate and they grow. That is, those are the trees that were here before white men came. And after the white men came, you don't see any of that. They have these nice clean sides because they've never caught fire. And that's a good example of what's happening. So they've got all of this mismanagement. The, the state is on fire. And I mean, it's early in the season and oh my God, it's just, if you are in California and you're coming in on like uh, 80, uh, your eyes are burning and you're coughing, it's that thick and the smoke is going over. It's in Nevada and everywhere in Nevada. I mean, There is just smoky on the west side of Nevada, and all of this is just pure insanity. I think there's, you know, partly one of the things that accelerates the problem is the chemtrail spraying because of the aluminum, and so you have a greater chance of what's called topping. Fires burn across the top of the trees, and it moves very, very fast. And this is a real serious firefighter. So. We have all this, but even with the aluminum from the chemtrailing, it still comes down to there's not proper forest management. And that's that's the big problem here. And here you have Pelosi, who is holding up another stimulus relief package. There's a lot of people there that could really use another $1,200 check. And there's a lot of people out there that could use some supplement with their uh, unemployment. And yes, for some it's a windfall, but there's a lot of people out there that really need this help. And what's happening? The Democrats are blocking that because they want the federal government to put everybody in debt to clean up the financial mess in the blue states and to get rid of, you know, to cancel their debts that they've racked up. And this is the big fight between Dems and the Republicans, and they have their values and their ideals, and the bottom line is they have their paychecks, and we're not so fortunate. And this, for me, is definitely on the doorstep of the Democrats. They're holding it up. They're holding everyone else hostage so that they can get a bailout package for their own constituencies. and. They don't care. You know, for them, I guess the rest of the country is red, so they want to make them pay for it. Let it burn. Let it burn. Let it burn. (laughs) you know, no cash, forest fires, gross and –
2: but why is it these people keep getting reelected into office? Well, by the way, uh, just to make it clear, these fires were uh, allegedly caused by a a family behind a gender reveal party. Can you believe that?
0: Oh, God, I'm so sick of this. Did you know that?
2: Did you you read that?
0: No, I haven't, but it doesn't. I mean, it's like, you know, sometimes I just will bring up CNN or MSNBC to see what they're saying. After about 10 minutes, you know, that's it. I want to go wretch. And because it's just, it doesn't matter. venomous, 24-7 venom. And they want, you know, the whole thing for what? What are you, what's your platform? We're not going to stop burning down cities and making everybody crazy until you vote us back into office, and then we'll settle down. <laughs> that seems to be what they're offering and But the big concern for me is the people right my generation. I was a kid growing up <clears throat> every morning in school did the pledge of Allegiance. all right. We took civics classes the civics classes were about love America. Well, now, you know, now it's all about hate America. And I just did a recent article on this because I'm talking to a lot of folks that boomers, my generation.
2: The boomers, yes.
0: And yeah, the boomers are really. They're out there. uh, They're out there. I, you know, I wrote this article. Are Americans savvy enough to stay free and for people who understand what socialism really turns out to be. This is a very scary time because we don't have a very well-educated public, particularly in the younger generations, because our educational institutions have been infiltrated and perverted. And so what they have is rage. And, you know, there's a lot of justifiable rage because I see millennials and younger generations, what's happening with this student loan debt, that is absolutely horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And they have a right to be angry. Yeah, people right?
2: are pissed off. That's true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and It's because, crazy,
2: Marshall. It's crazy. I mean, people are getting killed for their political opinion. That's right. That's insane. Did you ever think it's, you were going to get... Did, did, well, Marshall, let me ask you this. Did you ever think we were ever going to get to this point... Where people are actually killing each other over their political ideologies.
0: You know, there's a lot of us that have worried about this. You know, uh, if uh, on a scale to one to five, one being, you know, so what, and five being, oh my God, you know, it hovered around a three. Now it's at the oh God level. And because this is the direct result of what we're seeing, we have a generation, and, you know, it's important to keep in mind that Hitler came to power thanks to young generations who felt cheated. And uh, then also older generations that had uh, an axe to grind with the way World War I ended. But the point was, look at the model of infiltration and what was done. And we're seeing it playing out again. You have George Soros, and he is absolutely pushing everybody to— yeah, to have this violence, to fund it, its techniques are literally right out of Mussolini's uh, his fascista operation, which inspired the brown shirts uh, in Nazi Germany. Thugs. Okay? When I look at Antifa and I look at Black Lives Matter, BLM is Black Lives Matter. It's a name only. I don't see how people BLM can be so proud. They're killing babies, little kids. They're kids in the cribs. They're in their cars with their parents and they're dying from bullets flying all over. There's an insanity to it and it's you look at what happened in the lead up to World War Two, And now in the QAnon community the general, you know, the take on it is that what Trump and the patriots are doing is if they were to tell everybody what globalists and their minions are doing, nobody would believe them. Nobody would care. You know, let's go shopping, right? So instead of telling, show. And if you're, you know, if you want to be a writer, that's one of the first lessons you learn. Don't tell the story. Show the story. And that's what's happening now. And they're doing it. But I think it's it's a dangerous game. To let it go, let it manifest itself as much as it is. I'm hoping that all of this is going to come out. You know, it's on side. Everyone's waiting for the perp walks, right? And so far, they got one attorney fabricated a email, and he's pled guilty. But on the other hand, Flynn can't get his. You know, the Flynn case, which is travesty, total travesty, and it's a scary travesty because. What Judge Sullivan is doing is completely stepping out of his bounds judicial branch. The judicial branch, you know, what he's trying to, what he's trying to do really is create a star chamber judicial system. And if there's anything people been in law or in law now and they're in that profession, you know, that's really not a compliment say, you're doing a Star Chamber situation. And this is where judges are judges and prosecutors, and they're doing whatever they want. That's not our system of law. And yet, that's what exactly Sullivan is trying to push. He's trying to implement a Star Chamber solution to keep Flynn from, you know, because once Flynn is dismissed, once that case is dismissed, Flynn becomes the scariest possible patriot weapon there is in the inventory. He knows where all the bodies are. He knows where the skeleton's closets are. When he starts testifying, that's when everyone is there. You know, our jaws are going to burn. And obviously, what's going on right now, Sullivan is dragging this out so that the Flynn case is not decided until after the election. And this is because that's what Obama has asked Sullivan to do. And so Sullivan has taken one for the team and he's throwing the judicial system under the bus. It went to this on bonk, and you now they're what they're doing is they're playing Dicey, they're playing Lucy, they're giving it back to him, let him play around with it. Because they're you know, it was decided by Obama judges. And this is a real problem. When judges are put on the bench they're there for the people. They're there to to be even-handed, but it's not. We have a political trial system that is, frankly, starting to smack of socialism. A you know, in in light of this old Soviet system or what they're doing in China today, CCP, where the courts are just simply another instrument of political exercise, and that's the thing I'm seeing. Is that we have courts that are now they're just doing crazy stuff, and it's and look at what's happening with law enforcement. It's 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 a scary thing. It's a scary thing. If you are a patriot, if you are let's say you're you're following your Second Amendment right, you legally own firearms. Doesn't matter. Now you are going to become you know, a a non person, somebody they want to get rid of the second man. So there's punishment there, like we saw with that couple that was defending their home. And there's all of this insanity and manipulation, and it really comes down to we have is the biggest game of political chicken I've ever seen. I call it political
2: I call it a political masquerade.
0: It is. It is a political masquerade and You know, Trump is, there's a lot of folks following the, and frankly, we've been waiting for something significant to start happening, and it's always, well, it's going to be a hot summer, Uh, it's going to be this, it's, you know, there are a lot of Q people that won't speak it out loud. But when it comes to what Durham and Barr and Trump are doing, they're starting to wonder, are these guys all hat and no cattle? Now, are they talking the talk? But we don't see them walking the walk. All right. We're not seeing them take down these big names. And it's always, you know, waiting. And it's like, well, you know, they have to they have one shot at this. And if they don't do it right, uh, they lose. And there's absolute to that. But. The whole thing just hanging in the air with a huge amount of uncertainty. But you know, one of the things I pointed out in my article is that I'm seeing a sea shift. I'm here in a blue state right now. I'm in Nevada and um, Carson City. For the last couple of weeks, I, I wanted to get out. I didn't want around with all the smoke and the fires, and so I came over here.
2: Right. That's and, one thing we were talking about before. Uh, We started the program for those that are curious. uh, Marshall is moving out. Can you believe that, folks? He is leaving California uh, to greener. I'm done with California. Right, you're you're done with this place. And Marshall, I know we can't really discuss where you're gonna be uh, headed towards, but um, I I can just I could say it's cold there, though, right?
0: Yeah, and uh, cooler. Um, but I'm just headed someplace where. I just want to be someplace where they know how to run their governments, and that they're not stupid, and that they're not throwing everything away. I mean, that's the mismanagement is really, really scary here, and the way they do it. So, I want to get to some place where cost of living better. The West is really
2: overcrowded. It's expensive as shit out here.
0: It is terribly the the cost of living in the West is insanely high. And, you know, it, literally, if you're in the East, you could rent an apartment or a house for a third to a half less than what it costs for the same right. square footage that's yeah, insane out here in the
2: West. It's armed robbery.
0: It is. It is. And there's then there's shortages with water. There's a tax the for power, everything.
2: The power marshal would went out out here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hated that. I was, you know. Last year I went through all five of the um I went through all five of power blackouts with PG and right. that was the reason why I came here. I just didn't want to go through the power blackouts and the smoke And also because that stuff if you're in you're in a red flag situation, you don't get much time to get out of there and if you burn, it's really bad. You know, there were a lot of people that uh, last year that that one small town, Paradise, I believe, where a lot of folks burned to death in their cars because they only had one road in and out of town, and it and it got plugged up. People couldn't get through, and they they died in their cars. And, oh my gosh! I mean, for everyone living uh in this part of in that part of California, that's scary. You know, there for the grace of God, go I.
2: Can you imagine and, dying in your car, Marshall? By the way, that's that's awful.
0: You know, yeah, I mean, you literally can decide how do you want to die, you know, and in a situation like that, open the window and choke to death on the fumes. Yes, that's, it's that's terrible. Sounds sad. But I mean, if you have to, it's either, you know, you let the toxic fumes take you and then your body will burn, but you're gone as opposed to just sitting in the car and waiting to burn to death in your car.
2: As you're saying that, Marshall, I got a very vivid. um image of my head of seeing people leave their, their pet dogs out here when it's like a hundred and like 15 degrees outside and the poor dogs in the car. I feel like breaking the window in every time I see that. Yeah. Poor dog. You
0: know, I mean, and then they not only do it with dogs, they do it with children. And there are a lot of, there's a lot of young children, you know, that die from this. Their parents, you know, okay, I'm just going to leave, leave the child there in the car, go in, run into the store And then they get hung up in the store and then finally come out and the kid's dead. And this is a problem. It's, you know, it's a common sense problem. Here is just, I'm just don't know how this insanity is going to break. And that's the question. You know, it's like, is it going to, are are we going to settle down? In my most current article, I just put it up, are Americans savvy enough to stay free? You know, what I'm really talking about is everyone's focused on Trump election, Trump and Democrats have already, they've already sent the cue that they know they're not going to win the election, that Trump's going to get reelected and he's going to take the White House again, because what are they doing? They're saying he won't leave office. So they're projecting that they're going to have a scandal, but, and there will be a scandal. And there will be a scandal. I'm not
2: home by the way. Don't don't tell them.
0: Okay. <laughs> there you
2: go. Oh, they're calling back. Marshall, you might you might have to answer Hold that. A second. One. <laughs> oh, Marshall.
0: There we go. Is, I just a, need to just phone
2: It's your bookie trying to collect those uh, yeah, collect yeah, the money it. there.
0: <laughs> time to get up time to get for the fire. That's right. But uh, go ahead. So with our American savvy, the thing here is Trump has the same base he's always had. Right? He hasn't lost that. So what it's really all about is it's not about four more years of Trump. We're going to have four more years of Trump. What scares the dickens out of me is are we going to have four more years of Pelosi? It scares me. And uh because we've had for the last two years, look at the insanity that Pelosi has created and the hypocrisy and what she's doing and who, what gave pelosi the power basically were millennials specifically suburban housewives and what did the democrats do you know, they said hey we'll work with trump it was a big lie now the question is is are they going to be able to recreate this come on that they did in 2018 again so that they continue to hold the house if they continue to hold the house we are going to have more violence. It's not going to stop. No one – Trump says they're going to behave. No, no. I just don't believe it. All right? This is where the public has to go out. And it's a tough one. You know, you can say it's a choice between communism versus capitalism. Well, if you're a little guy, communism, capitalism, they're not so fantastic. You're a little guy. It was with capitalism that the globalists were able to gut American jobs and factories and send them to China. They didn't, that wasn't communist, did that? That was good old fashioned capitalism. You know, I got mine, you get yours. Um, what we need is a more compassionate kind of capitalism that we used to have. Folks, my age, this is where my generation really has got to step up. Stop being such nihilists and understand we have to step up because we were raised to appreciate what had been given with our constitutional rights. Raised, you know, to to be faithful and to be good citizens. But we worked for companies where you did your twenty years, your thirty years, you got your watch, and when you got your pension, it was real simple. Whatever your salary was, you got half, and that was your pension. We don't have that anymore. We don't have companies that say, 20 years, you're going to commit your life to us. We're going to commit ourselves to you. There's a reciprocal bond. There used to be that. It used to be when I was a young man coming out of college. That's everybody my age. It was find a good company you can be with for 20 or 30 years. They'll treat you well. You'll know, have a good life, have a good retirement. don't have that anymore. That is all gone. And not only is that gone, we we have a problem with our currency. When I was a kid. You know, it was in it was in the late six sixty nine when we went to petrodollar and we went off the silver certificates. I can remember, you know, have holding printed currency in my hand and it said silver certificate. I could walk into a bank say, give me silver dollars. Give me a silver dollar for this paper dollar. And the bank would. Okay. And <clears throat> this is the way it worked. Gold was $32 an ounce. $32 an ounce. A home. If you were a veteran coming out of the military, you could get a three-bedroom, two-bath starter home for ten or $12,000. I mean, that's, you know, barely a down payment today. That's over now. Uh, Yeah, that's over. And so our currency has been, you our wealth has been stolen. Our jobs have been stolen. There's a lot of it coming back. There's a lot of fight. And the thing of it is, is what bothers me is that I know my generation, we did the Pledge of Allegiance every month. We took civics classes. We cared about the country. But what bothers me now is there's so many Americans the communists, socialists have infiltrated our institutions so extensively inverted what is being taught that it's awful. It's awful. The question is, is are Americans savvy enough to stay free? Because this is not about communism. This is capitalism. It's not. With communism, there is no freedom. And with capitalism, there can and cannot be. But staying free, all right, it's our Constitution. And there are a lot of folks that go, you know, it's an old document. Let's throw it out. Let's do something new. Who needs the Electoral College? Who needs all of these things that we have developed over time? And they just, because they don't understand what's going on. And they hear somebody say, free giveaway. We're give you this. We're going to give you that. We're going to give you that. They they go for that. Or they're saying, go ahead, be angry. Go burn up the streets. There's We're not grounded as a nation as we once were. What we see happening now, all right, would not have happened 50 years ago. The country just wouldn't have gone with it. We wouldn't have all of this divisiveness and all of this, uh, you know, Turning turning Americans one against another, this cancel culture. You couldn't speak. And it's, you know, it's, really,
2: it's it's you're, nuts. You're a mixed
0: company and you have to you have to think about every word now that's gonna come out of your mouth.
2: Yeah, you really do. And we got to that point, so, Marshall, in the political realm where people are actually cheering when someone of the opposition gets shot and killed. Yeah. I think that's I was gonna, I was gonna say the F word right there, but that's insane to me, to be honest with you. I've heard a a bunch of people cheering uh, for uh, both sides. uh, Any of them being hurt, I'm just thinking. uh, I thought you were a Christian. I'm not even religious. I see. I've talked to a lot of Christians that are cheering on people being shot and killed. I'm just thinking, holy shit, what happened to America? What the fuck?
0: Yeah, exactly. And so that's the problem. And I'm seeing, you know. Look at Soros. He's running the Joseph Goebbels playbook, right? I mean, this guy is, he's a Nazi sympathizer. He wants to see the White House burn. I've written about this several months ago. I wrote an article, just, you know, let the White House burn.
2: Yeah, let it burn.
0: And, you know, what we'll have is after the election on November 4th, that could very well be what happens. We could wind up seeing them bussing in, Buying in all of these Antifa operatives, and uh, plus going out and getting a lot of kids that don't know the difference. And you put them up front. Push them up against the gates. Let the snowflakes do it, right? Because what Antifa is going to want to do is provoke a violent confrontation. And they're going to want to see a lot of these snowflakes exploding like ripe watermelons in the sun.
2: That's just not the way.
0: That's not the way. So that's the point. Have how effective has fifty years of communist infiltration in our educational system? How effective has it been? This is what we're about to. learn.
2: I think people this have. This is what we're- Marshall, I think people forgot that they are. Uh, they're in America, and we are Team America, no matter what. At the end of the day, I think people have forgot about that completely we're fighting each other right. and other countries are watching the, the whole world is watching America fall this is the collapse it's happening now yeah
0: it's third world i mean we're making you see other nations fall into the pit of socialism and you know usually it's because they've got a form of capitalism that is more cronyism than capitalism and so the thing about communism and i studied it really well you know I, I, in the 90s, for eight years, I operated a travel business in Russia. That's right. And I was going back and, forth, back and forth. I've been there many times and really had a lot of chance to talk with there about what happened during World War II, during the Soviet era, and all of that. And I can tell you that if you want to know people who are absolutely fortified by what's happening, go to the Russian community. Go to the Cuban in Florida. The Russians and the Cubans know what communism does.
2: And you're right about that. I have yeah. listeners out there, and they tell me the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. And it's – so we're, we don't know. I mean, this election is going to be a total crapshoot. How many people – and it's gonna not going to be how many Democrats and how many Republicans. I mean, I look at the GOP and – There's a bunch, what, got a handful of people that are really fighting the good fight. But for most of the GOP, it's like, where the hell are they? You know, where the hell are they? They're kind of feckless. I mean, you know, Dems, they're in lockstep. Pelosi says, this is what you're going to do. Everybody does it.
2: And Nancy Pelosi. If they don't
0: do it, they'll get crushed.
2: By the way, uh, Nancy Pelosi looks like an extra from The Walking Dead. Doesn't she? She looks awful. I mean, she almost looks like John Kerry, but with a wig on. And John Kerry looks like a ghoul. Seen oh that guy? God. So Pelosi oh is carrying drag. And possibly, you never know.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: My goodness, and Marshall. so, Go you
0: ahead. know, I mean, he's made millions, and so did Obama, so did Biden. They all they make all money. They all you know, filthy rich on everything. They all
2: have much What's more. On? They they got much, much more money than we do, Marshall, and that's the problem.
0: They do? They do.
2: That's the problem, and
0: that's the problem. They want to keep. They want to keep things the way they keep it. But this is really about. Let's let's stop. Everybody wants to talk about personalities, Trump versus Biden. I mean, Biden is a croper. This guy's a, He's always sticking his hands down some woman's pants and gets away with it. Yeah, he's very handsy. Right?
2: Very hands on.
0: Yeah, he's hands-on. I like that. You know? Yes. And uh, (laughs) all hands-on deck, right? Right. But, you know, Trump, there are a lot of people that he he grinds them the wrong way because he's, uh, you know, the kind of guy that you want to get things done. You got to kick a little ass, whereas you get the kumbaya, let's all, you know, let's all be wah-wah, woo-woo together, and everybody likes that feeling of wah-wah, woo-woo together. And that's the poetry. I call it the poetry. And there's the poets that follow the poets. They fall in love with the poetry. They elect the poets. And then the monsters get rid of the poets and take power. And that's how communism works. It's really simple. People follow the poetry. And once once the power is given to the hands of people who... They don't, you know, they profess one thing, but for them, it's about power, wealth, control. That's it. And communist ideals and all that. Communism is one Russian. I remember described it to me very, very beautifully. And he said, communism is like a religion. It promises you wonderful things. But in the final analysis, the only way you get that wonderful thing is you got to die.
2: Right. I'm trying. That's right.
0: You wanna wanna go to heaven, you die. My favorite, you wanna go to workers' paradise, <laughs> you gotta die.
2: My favorite line, uh, in terms of communism was the best thing that came from communism was the A K forty seven. Yeah. Great gun, by the way. I don't think you've ever shot one of those before, but I have and
0: Oh no, I it's have a
2: pretty pretty I shot goddamn the AKs awesome. <laughs>
0: and uh the utterly reliable, utterly reliable. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: Great gun. It's,
0: uh you were going to be dropped on a desert island in the middle of nowhere, I would take that rather than an AR-15. Uh, AR-15's yeah. got a lot of little parts in them. <laughs> One of those breaks. That's it.
2: Wise choice. By the way, we are joined by another caller, uh, Marshall. I'm not sure if you uh, want to take this call, but I think sure. we should uh, entertain this caller here for a moment here and see what he wants. Uh, caller, you are live on the air. What's up?
3: What's up?
2: Nice. How are you?
3: What's up, Mike? And Lord Marshall with Gary, the man Marshall, your favorite Marshal.
2: Can you believe that? We got Gary on the show.
3: <laughs> yeah, good show, man. These commie crafts, they're all over the place. Uh, pulling, you know, one good thing about it, we're getting to see a lot of what they're doing now. Once we know, we know it, it's going to be too late for them, their plans. Trump, Trump's on doing all their shit all around the world. And they're going to be getting even more dirty and more in your face about the fact that uh, they don't want to relinquish power. And they go outright and even threaten us, guys. Ain't that some shit? We don't vote for them. They promise and swear the riots will continue and everything. I'm like, I hope Q is right. Soon it ain't going to be safe for these kids to walk down the street.
2: Amazing. Gary, you're not ready for uh, President Joe Biden.
3: (laughs) No, I'm not. If it is, I'll move out of the country. It's done. It's done with uh. all the Marxists and everything. Nah, it would be done. we got to take back America, man. And that's what it's about. Like Trump said, you know, and they hate him for it. This will never be a commie socialist nation.
2: Well, I mean, imagine, if, imagine if it was um, President Bernie Sanders.
3: Even, you know, even worse. Can you believe along that? Lines, look, he's got <laughs> even worse people than them backing him up. Uh, occasional cortex and those other nitwits, the Islamic infiltrators and the haters of America, being propped up again. I can't wait for the day to when then they can't be safe to walk down the streets. I want to lynch them and hang them up on pipes.
2: Amazing, uh, Gary. Did you have a question for Marshall here?
3: Yeah, Marshall. How uh, soon is the time coming? I want to get you on the show again. Uh boy, asteroids coming by. You're not surprised, yeah. are you? Yeah, no,
0: we got a lot of rocks flying by. And, I can't uh, hear a
3: thing he's saying if he's <clears throat> answering.
0: You know, for me, it's just the trend in terms of observed fireballs since uh, January 2018 has consistently been ratcheting up year year after year, and at some point, going to have an event that's going to have a major loss of life and. People think, for example, Chelya Blinsk was nice and bright. I think it was that if Chelya Blint's impactor were to detonate over a major city like New York or Chicago, you're talking about a horrific, a horrific death toll because Chelya Blinsk was a uh, – it, it wasn't a huge asteroid. It was a bolide, a super – but it detonated. It was what I call a thirty thirty at least 30 times the amount of light of the sun, and it released 30 times as much energy as the Hiroshima bomb. So the reason why there wasn't a massive death toll, there was a lot of damage caused by Chelyablinsk in 2014. Right. But it detonated over uninhabited land. So that's where the heaviest blow was. If it had detonated directly over a major city, there would have been a massive amount of death and dying. And so we're going to have, I think we're going to start seeing some impact events, meteorite showers, and there's been some impacts. I remember there was in Africa, they said it was an, a truck that was loaded with ammunition and it detonated. And anybody cool. that knows explosives looking at going, no, that wasn't a truck. You know, if that happened, you have metal all over the place, burn marks, all kinds of things that would be consistent with explosives. It wasn't. It was consistent with an impact of it. That's what it was. But it was happening in a remote place. In other words, we're having these impacts. We've had impacts in the last couple of years, but they're hitting in the ocean or they're hitting in remote areas, And there's a lot of media suppression on this. Media covers it up quite heavily, Uh, and because the focus is, you know, they want to keep the focus on politics, and they don't want people to get upset about what's coming our way, namely X. And
3: right, with with this stuff supposedly is the crap in front of it, let alone what's failing behind it. So it it necessarily does not have, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Great Planetary Crossing as this event before people start losing their lives. Uh, be lucky if we live through enough through the event to see the thing cross, right?
0: That's right. And the thing here is that what brought me into following the QAnon movement, QAnon movement has really taken a lot of abuse. Democrats, the mainstream media, the techno-giants, they want you to think it's you know, all kinds of awful things. You now the basic yeah. message of Q no yeah. is do your homework, mm-hmm. okay? Oh. That's as violent as Q gets. Q just says, do your homework. Don't go out and burn right. stuff down. Do your homework. Learn. Become self-educated. Become aware. And oh, uh, for me, as a Planet X researcher, everything that I see right now is going to determine how many people are going to survive what's coming. Because right. if the globalists and their minions are successful, and we're talking about, you know, it's there's the question. If you ask, do you pray to God? They'll say, well, we'll say, yeah, I pray to God. No, the right question is, do you pray to the God of Abraham? Okay? Because their God is right. Satan. And so we right. are in this, right now, we're in this <clears throat> good versus evil. And this is going to have a direct bearing on how many people are going to survive, because look at, if the globalists win, look at all of the media suppression, everything they're doing, forcing us with the masking, suppressing the use of hydroxychloroquine and other solutions, simple remedies. You know, in Africa, they're doing better, because they take HCQ as a prophylactic against malaria. But right. we don't yeah. know all this stuff. So the point is that how are we going to survive Planet X if the people in power want to set us up to fail? And that's what they want. They want 95% of the population to die. Right. Thanks. They only need a half a billion people to serve them as slaves. They don't need the rest. Well, okay? And they don't indeed. care about the... All the millions you know, of the billions of people that are going to die because to, to them, they're we're just mullets. We're fish. No, we're just a number. Okay. We're numbers. Yeah. And Basically. so what? So uh, a bunch of us die? No problem. Give the survivors Viagra and a bottle of wine. We'll make it work.
3: All right? But that's the, so, uh, that's the other big question is when this event will be. And Marshall, I'll continue listening. I don't want to hog up Mike's line here. Uh, it's great to hear you both in discussing these subjects. Michael, we should do a show on Mars, man, on another phase, the phase of acidalia. Keep up the great work, brother. You got and, it. Uh, Hopefully we'll talk, man.
4: No problem. Let's Thanks. we us do a show
3: with Mars. Oh, uh, yes. Keep rocking, and Keep focused on also the event. Obviously, they know. But do they know when it is coming? All right, guys. Right. I'll thank
2: you, mind. Gary. Good night. And uh, thank you for the call there. Great call. And by the way, for those that were confused about what he called in for Initially, he was talking about the potentially hazardous asteroid that uh, apparently is going to fly by Earth next week, sometime.
0: Yeah, pretty damn close.
2: Really? How close, Marshall? And your I what, what you read? This thing
0: could be an atmosphere grazer. Okay. Um. And you have a large asteroid grazing the atmosphere. That's not a slideshow. That's not ooh ooh ooh. Isn't that nice? Right. You are talking about you know. So when you see military jets and they're flying supersonic speed off the deck, how they could just do that and fly over a ship and literally just cause all kinds of mayhem on a ship just by hitting that sonic boom, slamming it. Uh, now you have an asteroid that's its taking that to a whole new level. So if you have a grazer, it's a problem, and it could be a very serious problem. So uh, there's a guy that does Israeli news, and he actually reached out to me because he wanted to talk about Planet X, and I accepted the invitation. And that was in the morning. got an email and said, hey, would you like to come on and talk about it? I said, yeah. And that afternoon, I went back to get the telephone number in there to talk with him about the interview. Email is gone.
2: That's that's funny.
0: It was sponged. And I hmm. found out from them that they're, he's getting his email account is being sponged. They're hacking into the servers and literally taking out emails. And so I couldn't even contact him. Uh, there is a tremendous amount of suppression right. Now. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's people are like, you no, know, we have all these political issues and, but. Are we savvy enough to stay free? Because we're not free.
2: It's all a facade.
0: It's all a facade.
2: It's all a yeah. facade. I'm afraid so. That's all it is, Marshall. I mean, these, um, on both sides of the spectrum, Marshall, they want to control you at the end of the day. It's all about control. <laughs> That's right. And uh if you really think the government has the best interest, to control you, Marshall, if you really think the government has the best interest for you, I I have to say you you're just completely wrong if you really think the government has all the best intentions in the world for you. That's not the case.
0: Well, I would say that there are people that do have the best of intentions.
2: Some but not all.
0: Some, but yeah. not the majority. The deep state is huge and it's wide. And uh but it's it's not about the tit for tat politics that we're doing right now. It's not yes. forget the tit for tat. This is the big of being. how are we going to survive what's coming? You know, in March, when we started with lockdown, I started getting emails from people going, well, Planet X has flown by because we're not seeing any more observation reports. And, you know, I get these emails and I'm going, okay, you took a, Uh, (laughs) you know, we're in a lockdown. Who's outside to take a picture? All right. And That is part and parcel of it. And I watched Planet X reporting dwindle down to next to nothing, all right? And during the the heavy period of the lockdown, now that people, a lot of people are, you know, I'm tired of this, and they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Yeah, they're over Now we're starting to get the reports again, and it's coming back, and there multiple objects, very consistent imagery. And... The reporting is coming back, but there's still a lot of control on it, and this control is part and parcel of everything else. So if you're saying, all right, if it's it's not about Biden, Trump, forget personalities, okay? Forget personality. It's not Democrat versus Republican. Is there a difference? And it's really not about capitalism versus communism. This is about Staying alive, surviving what's coming, right? And if you don't know what the hell's coming, because the people are controlled, I look at the media, and it's utterly frightening. I look at the tech giants, utterly frightening. I hope there's a big N. I trust on Google, and it gets shattered.
2: They're ruining this country, by the way.
0: Oh, no question. They're the, about they're,
2: they're, they're the true traitors of America, in my opinion.
0: They are the true traders. And it's, you know, there used to be what's good for Detroit is good for the country. Uh-uh. What's good for Silicon Valley is not good for the
2: country. I agree.
0: And I worked in Silicon Valley, and I worked with these major companies, all right? And we have to do business with Google because who the heck has laughed? Pushed everything and most everything else and everybody out. And you're dealing with a monopoly, and this monopoly is – what are they doing? They're uh-huh. taking their marching orders from the globalists.
2: And that's the problem when corporations become bigger than government, Marshall. Absolutely. That's what happens. We're, we're living through <laughs> what what I've been afraid of for the last almost uh, 15 years now.
0: Exactly. And where does it come to bite us in the back? It's when we're going to get honest reporting. The whole thing I'm trying to explain to people is that whether you love Trump or he turns you off because kicks a little ass, right? Turns a lot of people off, and I'll admit it. But if you're savvy, what you're doing is it's not you're not going ta feely ta feely My sensibilities are offended. I want somebody who speaks by uh, terms. This is nonsense. What you want is somebody who's going to be a straight shooter. It's it doesn't matter. You don't like Trump because people can vote for somebody they don't like as long as that person likes them, right? And Trump yes. likes people. He wants to help people. Does it known way? You could call it clumsy in some respects. In others, I think he's very, very smart. Because what Trump is doing, if you look at over time, and why the polls are so inaccurate, is what are they looking? At? Are you looking? At Generational analysis or demographics? Generational analysis is boomers, millennials, Gen X, so forth. But if you are talking about demographic groups, then this compromises people from all ages, walks of life, and everything, because now you have a common cause situation in the demographic. A good example is diabetics. And diabetics represent 10% of the country now, which is stunning. I mean, I remember when there was, you know, in the when I was a kid growing up, autism, diabetes, these, those weren't the big issues of the day. They are now, but you have to have common sense to understand who is going to be honest with.
2: You. Right, and that's one issue, and I'm glad you mentioned Donald Trump. That's one of the issues that he's currently facing right now. He's being scrutinized over comments he made, or actually a conversation he had, and I'm sure you heard the audio of that. But in case anyone has not heard that audio, uh, let's play that right now, uh, Marshall. Yeah, yeah, let's play, play it.
3: Situation, it's uh, indeed it goes it goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air. And that's how it's uh, passed, and so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. You know, people don't realize we lose 25,000, 30,000 people a year here. Who, who would ever think that, right?
2: I know. It's I mean, that's pretty forgotten. amazing. And uh, then I say, well, is
3: that the same
2: thing? For, this is uh, more right.
3: deadly. This is 5 per, you know, this is 5% versus 1% and less than 1%. You know, so this is deadly stuff.
2: So the way I see it, people expect Trump to be transparent, to be a straight shooter, but when he sort of makes comments like that and, and they are recorded, we are hearing that conversation, it did cause uh, a lot of people to get really pissed off. It did cause a bit of trouble for uh, the Don. I'm not sure if um, he's going to come over this one uh, that good during these uh, debates. You know, the media is going to run with this uh, for a while, Marshall.
0: Yeah. But here goes back to my point. Go ahead. Are you going to be savvy or are you going to be dictated by sensibility? Right. This is real simple. Savvy is got to live. Okay. That's the whole thing. We have to live. We have to survive. And Trump makes mistakes. All right. He puts his foot in his mouth. This is an honest guy trying to honestly help the country. Talk to the veterans who are getting good care now. During Obama, horror stories, terrible. Okay. You have diabetics and veterans, fine. So it's 8% of the country. But then you have 10%, 10 to 11% is diabetic. And
2: that's not good, by the way. These are two
0: demographic (laughs) groups. But also, he's done a lot for blacks and he's done a lot for Latinos. And so if you look, you take all of his demographic efforts, he's gone out to specific groups. Not generational, not talking to boom, not talking to millennials. He's talking to diabetics, Latinos, blacks, or vets, or people who would just like to have a doggone job.
2: Right. The All cardiomyopathy right? victims, for sure.
0: That's right. And so what he's doing is he's doing real things that are helping people. And, you know, he's dealing with this. He doesn't have a free hand in dealing with this whole coronavirus thing. He tried to. Talk about HCQ, and he's you know, and even said I'm taking the HCQ, and what happens? The Democrats are saying he wants you to drink bleach. Did he really take bleach. it? By the
2: way, hydroxychloroquine. No. He took it. He took it.
0: Hydroxychloroquine has been around. If anybody that's anyone that's a Vietnam pet, he took HCQ. All right. Uh, in a, the most simplest form of HCQ is tonic water. You know, gin and tonic is a very popular mixed drink, and actually, it comes. This was came from British in India. They liked their gin, and tonic water was how they took their H C Q. It's how they took their quinine. Tonic water is also called quinine water, right? And so, they would mix the quinine water with gin, and they'd have a very pleasant. You know, they would have something to relax at the end of the day. And also, it's how they medicated themselves with a prophylactic treatment against malaria. And I have a goddaughter, took took it for two years for a, for a condition completely unrelated to anything discussed. It's, the thing of it is, is HCQ is very powerful. It cures a lot of things. Pharma doesn't want the word to get out on it because it would really gore sales of a lot of expensive drugs, right? It's simple, cheap, it's generic. Like that, they want patent medicine. I asked her, I said, you were taking it for two years. I said, what's it like? She said, well, you can say it's like taking a baby aspirin, but it's actually safer than aspirin. And the only concern you have is if you're taking continuously. For a period of five years, it can cause issues with with, uh, your vision. I'll tell you this though, Marshall,
2: if I needed to take it, I probably would without hesitation.
0: Yeah. Well, I think HCQ should, you know, that's something you should be able to get over the counter. I'd really like to see that, that it becomes an OTC.
2: By the way, Marshall, we Uh, are joined by another caller. I'm sorry to stop you there. Sure. Uh, Caller, go ahead. You are live on the air. How are you doing?
4: Yeah. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. Uh, I appreciate, good, good. I appreciate your work, Michael, and uh, as well as Marshall's.
2: By the way, how are you? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't ask you that. Are you doing good out there, wherever you are?
4: Yeah, I'm doing well. Okay,
2: good. I'm glad. Go ahead.
4: In reference to the topic that we we're talking about, I'm surprised that Marshall didn't bring up um, Rules for Radicals by Alin- uh, Alinsky.
2: Oh, Yes.
4: You know, the 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 standard this standard they're just using those principles those rules for radicals, like the fourth and fifth rule. Make the enemy live up to their own book of rules or um, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. Um, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself, the ninth rule. I mean, we're dealing with a psychological warfare here that they're trying to hold up the president, present administration, up to a impossible standard. And I don't think anyone um, with any credulity could, I mean, with a straight face, could say that the previous administration had any kind of transparency. It was complete. It was um, rhetoric, really, a bunch of rhetoric. Right. And, so you know, go these, ahead. these kinds of these kinds of um, tactics that are being used. If you look at the questioning with a lot of the um, How shall I say that the media, we're talking about the media, um, regardless of whatever is behind the scenes, just just look at what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're Directing uh, comments, they're they're glossing over some of the major issues, like people's lives at stake, uh, professing to be you know following some kind of uh, a medical march to, to, toward whatever. But yet they're always instigating to create uh, uh, an emotional response. And if people continue to get played by this emotional response, and that's what we're seeing,
2: problems, and that's what we're seeing questions. right now, it's it's scene
4: yeah, and and they're they're prodding that so that people will will think emotionally. I think that is what the point that Marshall is trying to make that you've got to think about the bigger picture, about your own survival. You know, whether you if you want to keep getting if you want to keep getting dragged along like a putting a, a ring in your in your nose, you know, and getting getting uh, uh, yanked around uh, emotionally, um, who knows where you're going to end up. But um that's a that's a tactic, that's a device, that's part of the mental manipulation that's being used, and it's psychological warfare.
2: It really is, and you're right about that, caller. I'm seeing this right now from both sides, to be honest with you. Both sides are trying to provoke the other side in my opinion. Well, you may not agree with me, that's fine. But the way I'm seeing it and I I only speak for myself, but I just can not believe that Americans out there are behaving this way towards each other when we are supposed to be united, especially right now. And it's just, it's insane. It's 2020 and we're fighting amongst each other on every single issue down the line. It's a a very bizarre time in history.
0: Well, I want to ask the caller a question because first off, caller, you're a righteous dude. I like what you brought to the table. Now, my question to you is, Because it gets to my issue of savvy, or there are enough of us savvy enough to really figure it out. And how many are just buying the nonsense, you know? What they're doing is they're swallowing the happy bullshit, right? Caller, what do you think? Do you think enough savvy people are going to wake up in time to do something effective and stop this insanity so that we can come back together as a country? and have a hell of a lot better chance of surviving what's coming with Planet X.
4: More? I do. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I, t- I'll tell you why. I, I know what you're going to say, because I've heard you for a number of, and this leads to another point I was going to make, but I've heard you a number of years ago talk about the power of intention. And I definitely believe that there, I, I, I definitely uh, uh, positive that there is the ability within us, the power within us to do that. And that there, nothing nothing is impossible if we have that intention. And for humanity's sake, we better hope so. I do want to, before, before I clear the line, I do want to just mention something, Michael, about your guest. Go ahead. The thing that I think that the thing that I think that people should and and what I love to hear about your and you've got a great program, Michael. Really do. Thank you. But what what I want to try to say about your your guest is for people to be discerning. What they should do is that they should really, if they have the ability, to look back over the years, you know, because nothing nothing disappears on the internet. And you hear individuals that give out the same clarion call that don't flip flop. And I'm not trying to uh, blow smoke up your butt or anything. I'm just trying to—I'm paying you a compliment, but I'm just trying to say the facts are the facts. Uh, An individual like your guest, and and other guests that you've had on the show, they have a particular message, but they haven't changed. You know, it's about humanity. It's about—it's about love. It's about—it's about the good of all. You don't see them flip-flopping. People that are discerning should really look at that and wonder where the heart or intention of the people that they're following—if they're flip-flopping for their own benefit, then they have to question whether they should even listen to what they're saying. Absolutely. But I do appreciate the, your show and thank you uh, again. All right.
2: And thank you for thank the you call. Know. Take care. Love that call Hi. there, Marshall.
4: That was a, you know, a great call. consistency,
0: you know, the first thing comes to my mind is the way back machine, you know? oh, the way back machine, <laughs> you go yes. back and see, but how have they been flip-flopping on issues? And that is actually a very astute observation. That's right. Very astute. And uh so it's not expediency sake of power but there's there's a message and there's an integrity that goes with it. And I really appreciate the caller, I, you me know. Me too. He made me feel better. He made me feel cuz I tell you, you know, I'm looking what's going on in this I love to see where you got all the folks in the boats and they're going out and they have the Trump parades. And I think that's just folks just stepping up and they're not going to be suppressed anymore. I drive around I drive around neighborhoods and I like to see what the political signs are. I do this a lot now. I'm out and about. I'll just go find a subdivision or something like that and I'll just drive into it. Drive, drive along to see what I see. And I'm sitting here in a blue state, no less, near the capital, and I'm driving around through neighborhoods. I don't see one Biden sign, not one, not one. Trump Pence, strange. In a blue state, in the capital area, and in other places, and you just don't see it. And but I still have that that uncertainty. But you know, Collar returned me to my roots.
2: Yeah, that's true. You know, he did. Bring me back to a few um certain things here and it is that time to bring up this topic and uh happy nine eleven 11 to you, Marshall.
0: Happy nine eleven to you if there's such a thing.
2: It's another anniversary, yes.
0: Yeah, and uh <clears throat> it's there's no question in my mind it was a false flag. And for many people the same thing. Right. And on nine eleven makes you stop and it makes you think, and for me, it was today is nine eleven, and today you now the news is they're not going to have another stimulus, all right, because of the political nonsense.
2: So no stimulus and check.
0: There's not going to be a stimulus. The Democrats they want they want to get their blue states bailed out, and you know politically they're on weak ground and they know it. Uh, but just it's just so hard to say with America. It's, on one hand, we always have people say, you know, trust the people. They're wise. They know better. But
2: do they really though? Do they really know yeah. better? I mean, um, yeah. we're a Did nation really? of, we're a nation of, uh, cardiomyopathy victims, Marshall. I mean, are we really that wise? We can't even exercise. We can't even ride a bike in our own living rooms. We can't, uh, you know, th- th- we can't do any of these things. It, it's kind of sad. It is. It is. We got a lot of things to uh, work. And to improve, in my opinion, that we've got a lot of um, a lot of shit to get done, Marshall, if we're going to improve everything here in america right, right, yeah we really do we've got a lot of um uh, we got a tough road ahead, Marshall, especially my generation and the younger generations as well. I feel terrible for them. We have a shitty, shitty world we're leaving them, yeah, we're leaving a very, very yeah. bad world behind once we pass Marshall
0: well going to have to step up to the plate because if we're still, you know, I look at this and keep in mind, I was with CNN in the eighties. Right. Right. And what I see now just makes me sick. As it should. As it should. I mean, it's like, you know, four o'clock in the morning, the pods open up and out come the zombie reporters and they all sound alike. And it's the same talking. There's, there's no differentiation. When I was with CNN, Back in the eighties, they knew they were competing with fifty different uh media outlets that were powerful. You had guys like w g n that were they 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 had their own reporters in europe there were a lot of <clears throat> there were a lot of major you know in the major markets who had a lot of print media they were out there they were looking for stories. There was a lot of competition. There's no more competition. Right. You got a handful of media giants that control everything. And this is what's this is what's really sad. We have to break it. We have to break this stranglehold. It's gonna take someone like Trump to do it. He's an ass kicker, all right? He kicks a little ass. And if it hurts your feelings, Oochie Coochie. You know, if it's still what it's good for the best of the country, <laughs> right. he's going to go with it. And this is what—forget all the other issues, forget personalities, communism versus capitalism, this and that and whatever. It is the common sense. Are you savvy? Look at the world and see it as it is, and understand it as it is. Or you, you know, you going around like a stoner, rose-colored glasses, right? And that's the whole thing. And you and I both have this terrible sense of uncertainty about the American public because the weakness that we're seeing with the American public is they don't they don't get engaged to find out really what's going on. I talk with people. Oh, if you I talk it, to yes. folks that, that are watching MSM, they're not watching Fox or OAN. And I don't care. Fox to me is I prefer watching OAN and uh there's these, you know, we have these new channels that are coming up, and they're doing very, very good reporting. We get good news. But a lot of people are just satisfied. They know these people are pumping bullshit. Right. But it's the bullshit they want to hear.
2: That's the bad part, though. Do you really want yeah. to be lied to, though? That's my whole issue with politics in general. It's, it's uh, aren't, aren't you tired of the government, the politicians holding your hand? not telling you the truth. Don't you hate that though? Don't you think you reach a certain age in time when you're an adult and you just kind of want to hear the truth instead of someone bullshitting you all the time? That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong.
0: No, I'm with you completely because if we're, we're not being discerning about the truth and looking at so no, that caller's comment about flip-flopping.
2: And we got another caller here too for you, Marshall. That
0: was so astute. Okay, let's do it. We, I'm enjoying. We got another this one color. here.
2: Caller, go ahead. You are live on the air. What's going on?
1: Hey, Michael. Hi, Marshall. This is Dana calling. Dana, how are you guys? Tonight? Hey, Dana. Yeah. She's the
2: one who cried, by the way, for those those listeners oh. out there. She was crying for Marshall. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I, well, that was quite a while ago. And what a long, strange trip it's been. Can you believe it? It's insane. And really, you know, I don't know if you remember, Marshall, I called in and you were with uh, Marilyn Hughes and just looking at everything happening. Way we We are treating each other. And that part that I had a dream with the eagle coming down, and it, it really seemed like a symbolism of unity.
2: It's crazy because, you know, some people are like, <laughs> oh, nice. he's – yeah, people find out so-and-so is a Republican, and they're like, oh, he's a piece of shit. And then so-and-so yeah. finds out they're a a Democrat, and they're like, oh, fuck him. He's another piece of shit. It's-
1: it never used to be that way. That's
2: the I way mean, it is, though. That's the way it is now. That's the emotions are yeah. high. It's insane the way I see all of this playing. That's why I'm thinking maybe a, a civil war is already ensuing now.
1: I I really felt well when I you know when I brought this up when when we talked when I sat through that twelve hour lecture. <laughs> with uh david ike you know who was sitting behind us was alex alice walker who wrote the color purple really? and they were talking about this they they were actually discussing that was part of his presentation was that they were going to incite a civil war on purpose and to see it unfold it's just i don't <laughs> know i just pray every day it's crazy <laughs> what do you think marshall i mean what what Are you there? I can't hear him. Uh, Yeah, I'm here actually, and I'm listening
0: to you. And your your concerns are resonating with my concern and Michael's. And it's it's you know it's really not about having confidence in one political party or another. It's about having confidence in the electorate to be able to walk and chew gum.
1: Right. Exactly. Just. You know, being insecure with just the littlest things. People are so uptight. And I don't know, I just garden now. <laughs> I just garden. <laughs> just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it I just is. say my prayers yeah. and, and so much of what, you know, when I first discovered you, I, I, I watched your two sons in the sky and, you know, a lot of the stuff that you, your advice. Is that was an really, awesome
2: series, by the way. Me and Marshall. Really, really did a video I highly on that.
1: recommend anyone listening that that you know doesn't know Marshall um should check out the yeah. two suns in the sky because I think it's very very it's good for right now and thank you for everything you guys have done and then this whole I I didn't know that was you that they were talking about on the roundtable discussion with John Moore but he said I had this email and anomaly and I couldn't get through and I was like and then he said that I was like oh oh that was Marshall oh, okay well there you go you know, they're just trying to stop truth. And, and there's so many platforms that are trying to break truth right now, like Adam and Dex from our Food News. Um, so many people. And it's just, it's not about the numbers. It's not about clickbait or fear porn or any of this. Like, wait a minute. We, we're losing our platform of freedom of speech to really talk to each other. And what's, if, if and when or whatever the grid goes down, how are we going to communicate? I mean, have the radio free earth, but there's so many people that don't have access to that. And Info- from, you know, even financially now, it's like they've clipped our wings, so to speak. Yes. So we yeah. we got to unite in some other way. And, you know, I've been studying a lot in the last 10 years and only because of this, of the dreamer, I would never even be, I'd be one of those idiots protesting right now. Seriously, I'd still be stuck in <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> so, I mean, to where I'm at compared to where I would be, I you know, it's it's all, an, it's God. And God is with us, and I'm, you know, I've I've never been this religious in my life, but I just, I think we, as a species, you know, it's being in it for the species. You're absolutely right. It's just come down to, as Michael would say, brass tacks.
2: I got to be honest with you. I always thought um, any sort of protesting is just dumb as shit. Yeah. No matter what it is, I'm not going to stand outside and hold a sign for anyone. Fuck that. I got better things to do with my life than. Stand around holding a fucking sign, but that's just me. But I know. you know, I'm not everyone, so you know.
1: <laughs> buddy my own people too you long. Go ahead,
2: go ahead. You know what? For the people that are
0: holding signs, the people that are driving by are going
2: <laughs> right. That's
1: it. Who cares? Yeah. That's yeah. It. That's that's it. Exactly. This is a waste <laughs> of
2: time. I don't understand that.
1: Girl- you know, I have a philosophy, and I shared this on a, a live chat with uh, Paul Stamets group, and it's throw seeds, not stone. You know, we need to throw seeds and not stones at each other at this point in time in history. Yeah. Oh, so that's where I stand. That's
0: a good line. That's right. That's a good line, Dana. We need to throw seeds, My friend not said stones. to make a bumper sticker. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, maybe. All right. Oh, you know, guys. got to tell you the callers tonight?
2: They've been awesome.
0: Absolutely. I'm I'd just sitting that. here going, please, God, don't tell me there's only like five of them in the universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of us. Hey, you, you need to get on at Marfugel News too. Both of you guys. Marfugel, that's where it's happening. Go to Marfugel and you will read people who care. Seriously. Both of you. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay.
2: Thank you for the call, by the All way. Right. Appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. Love you guys. Keep up the
0: good work. Rock on, Dana. Take care. Love
2: you guys. Rock
1: on. All right. right. Good night. God bless.
2: And there she goes. Another great call there, Marshall. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's like you and I started this conversation. You know, we're like, you know, in the bottom of the bucket. That's how it goes. deep is the bucket? And your callers have been lifting us up.
2: That's how it goes. We got that's the, it. We, me and you, every, every time we do a show together, we always have the best callers, Marshall.
0: We always do. We always we do. Always you do. know the funny, Dana was talking about, she said, I'm just doing gardening. <laughs> and it's like, it's for me, it's I want to listen <laughs> to the news or I'm just going to go play Sinatra.
2: <laughs> that's a lot better. See, and that's, that's yeah. also the issue. I mean, so many people are too focused on this and it's completely ruined their existence. They can't enjoy anything. They can't. Um, they can't even watch a movie without getting uh, triggered by something. Uh-huh. You, know, you just spend too much time and letting yeah. it um, kill you from uh, from within. And that's what's happening now in America. We are being, well, I shouldn't use that word, but we are being just subverted by all sorts of um, criminal, criminal elements all from within. And that's what they want, Marshall. They want us to fight with each other. We look weak right now I'm in front of the whole world. The world is watching, Marshall, and apparently this caller is also watching us, too. Let's bring him in. Caller, what's going Hello, on? Good evening. Oh, my God, you good scared me. Good evening,
5: world, and all, uh, all involved. Hello, uh, Michael and uh, Marshall. This is uh, the enlightened one, Mr. Perry.
2: How you doing?
5: Sorry. Hey. Late to the show. A couple tidbits I'd like to share. Thoughts. Jump in uh, there. One with the seeds. Uh, everybody's talking about seeds and planting seeds in the chat room there. And there's something I learned not long ago, and I don't know exactly if it's true because I haven't tested this or not, but I like believe it sounded reasonable. But if you take a seed and you lick it or like put it in your mouth and then bed the, your saliva into it, when you grow that plant, it genetically inherent and tied to that the construct in that plant, whatever plant you're growing, it will have properties to cure whatever mal deficiencies mal- that you have. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if that's a I'm
2: not sure if that's a tangible way to germinate seeds, but I mean you could you could try, but I think you might need more moisture for that.
0: Johnny Appleseed did fit his seeds. Saying. Well if it's if it's sucking on seeds or trusting the <laughs> CCP to do it, I'd rather suck on my own seeds.
2: I don't want to do any sucking by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah there I don't know. You're gonna go crazy talk.
2: I don't know what you're talking honestly, about their colour.
5: The saliva is supposed to do something with the, with the helping with the seed. But as far as the, uh, what's going on in the world here, I, I just got an interesting uh, I- insight. What I see is the Hegelian dialectic. Our, our leaders are allowing this, uh, this insurgency, this illegal insurgency to foment and, and brew and fester. And it's going to culminate into the election. And That's when it's going to go full tilt and the flippers don't work but the balls are rolling. The bumpers ain't bumping and the whole sh- world goes to shit. And it's by design. And and what's going to happen is these terrorist BLM Antifa thugs, surgeons are going to be replaced with federal jackbooted terrorists who will set up checkpoints and check your papers and make sure you got your vaccines and all that tyrannical, will take you to the camp bullshit. And there'll be two different ways to go to the camp. You fight the federal tyranny or the federal authority, you'll get a ticket to the camp. And then if you get covid you'll get a ticket to the camp. And the reality with the COVID, okay, they can make you COVID if they want to make you COVID, and that's just simply through directed energy. They send too much Wi-Fi into your router. All of a sudden, you get some radiation poisoning and get flu symptoms. And then they're like, "Oh, there's an outbreak. Mass panic hysteria. They comb the neighborhood and take away the infected ones, and we're safe again." What's happening is a targeted purge of the ones that they want to get rid of, and/or there will also be. I'm going to go with the and. There, there's going to be a response from the United Nations. They're going to come into the, the, uh, Socialist Republic of California, Washington, all these, uh, communist controlled, CCP controlled states. They're, they're already there. These Chinese military males, they're already there. So they're going to pop up and they're going to take in under the UN-Kiego Accord. And we're going to have foreign fighters in, our, in our, in our midst on top of a fight in Washington, C, which is a criminal shit show to begin with when they rewrote the Constitution and been operating a criminal bankster corporation since 1871 that they went defunct and bankrupt in February. So they got an internal shit show in Washington to begin with. Then there's a food crisis because they decimated the food. And then you got all the people programmed by like the walking dead and Lady Gaga or whatever, Hardy B. I don't Gaga. even know what this person is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to consume each other.
2: That's the hilarious. Alien
0: dialectic.
2: Oh, Marshall, well, your, your thoughts?
0: You know, this goes back to, you know, when awareness started happening. People were starting to awaken. And I remember that. I wrote about it. Because for years, for decades, I've been waiting for the awakening. And I thought we would finally have people saying, you know, I'm ready for that conversation now. Let's talk. No, that's not what the awakening, for me – In my own circle of friends and acquaintances, as they're, you know, the ones that were going, well, Marshall, you know, you're a little weird with that Planet X stuff. Blah, 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 but you're okay. And now all of a sudden, they're asking questions. But what I found was once the awareness really started to blossom, for me, it's like everybody you know calls you on the same day to say, hey, did you know your dog is dead? You know, it's... (laughs) It was not a pleasant – awareness is not a very pleasant experience, not at all. And it's – the awareness is not inspiring. It's depressing because you see dark side for what it is. And the first thing that happens with the awareness is you – it's the they conversation. They do this. They're doing that. They're doing this other thing. They're that other thing. And it's they, 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 they. And- People in awareness, coming into awareness, they're not saying we. What are we doing? It's they. The minute you say it's they, you give them power over you. And that's what they want. That's what the globalists want. They want us to go, look what they're doing. All of these things have all these plans. This is what they're going to do to us. And people see it. But what they don't see is, you know, everyone – who is in the military understands the minute the first shot is fired, all your plans go out the window, right? So what we are seeing is there's a tremendous amount of plans that are in some stage of rollout but have not fully executed. And so you can see the intention of those plans and those designs and what they were going to do, but a lot of them are being derailed. And it's hard to see what's being derailed, all these plans, because we don't get the information. There's a lot of stuff happening in the background. And again, it gets back to if – and that's really the savvy issue. When do we stop talking about they, we start replacing they with we. Once we start saying, what are we doing, we seeing – We thinking about what do we want for the country, what do we want for our future? When we're talking about we, we we're powerful. That's the whole point of the divisiveness. That's the whole point of turning blacks against whites, all right? Finding, you know, any kind of divide that's possible, you know, a divide between the sexes, between race, color. Anything bite us in any way we can, because if we're divided, we're not talking. We talking they. Go ahead, That's what
5: they want. Mr. Masters, just, just a little insight here again on that that there thing, like you're saying, and then not that I disagree with you here. But I just look at like that annoying little monkey that's banging cymbals in the corner of the room. And, and that's like Bill Gates and his Bill and Melinda Gates and their foundation. I'll just go event 201 with John Hopkins University, who's responsible for interplanetary defense and, and all the powers that be know of the, of the Nemesis star system and its flyby. And, and it's evident every day. The, oh, that asteroid came out of nowhere. Oh, look at that one. Oh, that was the closest one. Like left and right, left and right, left and right. They know it's coming. So they war game this entire scenario so that they could put the stranglehold to bring us through this nightmare. And I'm like, so when, when the earth is battered and it don't matter, like, oh, I got a pond in my backyard because when you have atmospheric destruction from volcanoes shifting and popping and, and ruptures and fissures and ash and debris hailing out of the sky like everybody's screwed if you live on the surface you're a fucking zombie you're roaming and looking for food 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 Food. And if you're, if, if, if you have a bunker pass, right, you're just hanging out in that mm-hmm. bunker, waiting for us top dwellers to kill each other off so they can come back up and make their whole uh, utopian of Agenda 2030 reality. But the reality is they know of this planetary system. That's why the Bill and Melinda, or the John Hopkins University was involved in the war game of this global shutdown because they need the martial law before they can lock down the globe before the flyby. And Australia's got camps up. They're taking like pregnant mothers away. Uh, like freaking all around the world, these camps are popping up. But good good luck in America, right? Because we got like more guns than anybody. However, this is what exactly was happening. Again, we dialectic. Have this problem in the streets, and it's going to demand a solution. And we're going to have camps, and and we're going to get put in these camps. The flyby is going to come. The zombies will consume each other. I and mean, God's will be done. But and, and Lord knows we need the wrath. Everything's corrupted. The solution of their vaccine changes your very gene- genealogy. RNA modifier—you become something else. And everybody's going to take it one way or another. And that was part of the event 201. In the event 201, when they brought the generals and the corporate heads and the institutions, learning, they said, they said, "Hey, the government's not going to be able to force." Everything. And this is record. You can find this. There's video out there. That the, the government can't force the people to take it, but we'll will get the institutions, the, the corporations, to promote it because people trust their employers and want and need to keep their jobs. So people will take the vaccine, and it's become you become a trackable little automaton that's controllable with these with these freaking Starlink satellites that beam all this damn like I mean, there's fires on the West Coast. These are directed energy weapons. I can point you to factual evidence that shows before and after they tried to cover it up. Okay, after you try to scrub satellite footage and change stuff, you have just now corrupted data to cover up a crime. And that brings you into a this is conspiracy. But this is
0: absolutely happening. But there's... Mm-hmm.
5: Well, you know, like last year shit in
0: California, wasn't reported nationally, but it was reported up in Northern California, up in the Sierra Nevadas, the foothills and all those small towns up in there, was that <clears throat> they found engine blocks... That had been that had holes burned in, right? And they were forest fires aren't going to melt in an inch block, okay? No. Rim, and aluminum so, rims
5: melted into puddles five feet away. Grass doesn't happen naturally.
0: Right, again, so you're there. right. There was <clears throat> there there's a lot of that. And again, if you have five, if you've got a handful of major corporations and a handful of tech giants. Controlling the entire narrative of the world, we're deaf, dumb, and blind. We are exactly. deaf, dumb, and blind, and exactly. nothing exactly is reporting. going. Nothing is going to happen for us uh, until we finally, you know, we wake up to it and we become discerning consumers of information. And that's what's you know. But the problem is, is it's always easy to go to the well, you know, because it's you, you hear the same kind of. And what I see the media doing is the media, the mainstream media, is putting their viewers on this hormonal yo-yo, like manic depressive. And so they hit them with something that you know, negative hormone, and then they hit them with something with the positive hormones. And they're just taking them emotionally up and down, up and down, up and down. People don't make sense of it. They're just in it for the ride like like hormone junkies and that's what I see the media doing it's not objective it's not intelligent and yeah the mainstream media is losing the audience they sure haven't lost enough to make a, a huge difference They're still, they still have some strength there and it really comes down to we got any hope of fighting this stuff and it can be, it can be stopped right it can be it can be routed but it's going to be hard and bloody and difficult and people just can't sit on the couch going well i'm just you know i'm just a part of the show i'm watching the show and you know that's one of the things that i've never liked about going on, was that they always say just watch the show enjoy the show <laughs> you know we're doing the heavy lifting enjoy the show and of course that's the smart thing to do to say you now, we're not trying to provoke you to take action. We're just saying be passive and watch. And so it's, it is a tactical, strategic move. But on the other hand, I don't like the flip side of that because the flip side of that is if you're just enjoying the show, you're not a participant, a spectator. And the point here is this is, there are no more spectators. We're all in the arena. We're all in the arena, and there's the lions and the tigers and the bears, all right? And a lot of people are just, you know, they're clueless to it. They're clueless to it. And we're going to see with this election if there are enough savvy people to make a difference that we have a positive momentum going forward. But the worst-case scenario, there's no question Trump's going to be reelected. And I don't care what they're doing with the ballots and all the nonsense on December 14th, the Electoral College meets. And the whole point of the Electoral College is to rise above this very kind of nonsense we're seeing with mail-in ballots and giving convicts the right all of this insanity. That was the reason why the founders gave us the Electoral College because they knew there would be that kind of insanity. And so we'll see it. But on the other hand, the Electoral College is not going to determine who takes the House. And if we have four more years of Pelosi, or two more years of Pelosi, or whatever, this is it, – it's, it's, we're, we're going to continually be in nothing but grief. And Americans, they're not entirely comfortable with giving one party full control of House, Senate and the White House. That's one thing I've seen over the years. You know, they kind of want to balance it, have one party on one, one party and on another. But what we have to have now is we have to have enough of the patriots in there, the people that really want to get back to the honesty and the integrity that we used to subscribe to. And because this is the kind of governance that we need, this is the kind of governance that's going to get us through the Planet X tribulation. You know, I've I've had on shows, and I get folks that are saying, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Biden is going to be fine with Planet X, and he's going to do that, and you're making I go, really? Guess what? Our own government, grid collapses, all right? Catastrophic collapse of the grid. Nine out of 10 Americans will die, because we don't know how to live without electricity. Right. We don't, okay? And this is a real problem and people don't understand this real vulnerability. They don't project in the future. They don't they're not looking and they're not doing what I see people who have money do that are building bunkers. You know, for them it's just simply risk mitigation. That's all. But for Lunchbox Joe, he's so pumped full of this stupidity in our media and this stupidity in our institutions and our, you know, colleges and universities, ah, no. they, you know, they just, they're just not interested in making the mental effort to really get to uh, an objective view of everybody and everything, and to see in the final analysis where we're going to go with it. They get caught up in the feel-good hormone yo-yo. All of this stuff that is the result of a methodical programming of dumbing down the public. That's what we're going to find out in this election. Caller, go ahead. It takes no energy to be a zombie, a refugee,
5: or a deceased. And that's essentially oh, what's going to happen. There will be communities who will band together and will be a po- like uh, pockets of survival. But this election is not going to go off. And I'll give you a couple of reasons. One, uh, well, and I don't have the 100% validity on this, but there's like... Russell J. Gould, the man captured the flag in 99, the U.S. Title IV American flag, the postmaster general. He has everything tied up in court right now. So this election legally can't even go by. And now legally, you have Joe Biden, if he's not under federal indictment for money laundering into Ukraine for his illicit treasonous selling of, uh, of our technology to CCP companies uh, for sniffing children and uh, the rape allegation out there, along with many other things. Then we have a complete. Oh, let's not forget Kamala Ho, because her, her when she was pooped onto this planet in Oakland, California, came from two foreigners, both here on visa, student visas: a Jamaican daddy and a Asian mommy. And the Jamaican daddy, so as you're Jamaican, reported to the American, Jamaican Constitution, you get Jamaican citizenship. They're dual citizens, so there there are their constitutional prohibitions. Between these two even becoming electable. Plus the man's freaking dementia Joe. I mean, they're not even trying. Like, the whole thing's a shit show. And if anybody gives it any validity, they're failing to see the argument. It's smoke and mirrors. It's bread and circus. It's all designed to keep us arguing and spinning in circles while Planet X gets closer. And, and when it's like three days or 10 days, you better believe the martial law structure that's been there is going to get put on the street. And you're going to stay in your homes, you get shot while they take all the supplies out of the stores and put them in their bunker so the supplies survive the flyby. And there's good rationale to that because you don't want everything on the surface to get scorched. But we, the people, at least in America, because in Russia, they got bunkers for everybody. But we, the people, are going to fry and die. I mean, the God's chosen and God's will, there will be survivors. God's will be done. I don't know That that's the data projects that to be. But the point is, it's all smoke and mirrors. Like, the whole election shit show is a sham. It's not going to happen. The defunct corporation went bankrupt in February 16, 2020. So what's coming out of that bankruptcy? Is the Republic being restored to the original constitution? Or now that Trump has federalized and actually took over the national the, the, the Federal Reserve, that changes the dynamics. There's a whole new paradigm happening. This fucking sorry that bomb. This this COVID lockdown, this this whole corona year of this nonsense has got nothing to do with a virus. It's a great reset to the to the fourth industrial revolution, the Star Trek door door well economy. And, and you can get in the way with that, just like an Indian. They'll give you fire water and tainted blankets and go die on your little reservation. Can't get a job unless you provide your social security number and information, unless you're Barry Sotero, Obama, Barack Singh. I mean- fraud. So if that fraud could fly, I mean, last year we had Hillary, who's, who, how is Hillary not in jail? How did she duck out? I mean, nobody cares that she didn't show up for her subpoenaed congressional testimony. Some crap ass judge said, oh no, you don't have to talk about the servers you destroyed and the cell phones you bleach bitted and hammered up while wow, they were under congressional subpoena. If you're under congressional subpoena destroy evidence, your ass would be in, if I would be in a federal felony hole, I, I wouldn't be seeing the light of day. This broad still out there making videos, fomenting the insurrection. How is George? You want to shut down this revolution, these, these insurgents? Then you arrest George Soros and his, and his minions. Shut down the money. That money's making the world go round. There's next level screwing going on. They want us divided, arguing, killing each other so that they got an easier time after the flyby to, to clean up the herds and put us in their stack and pack Agenda 2030 cities. We're screwed.
2: Amazing. Well, I do want to thank you for the call.
0: Thank you.
5: you
2: got to get going. Take Good night, care.
0: Marshall. Good night, Caller, you rock, dude. Yes, you I'm rock. looking
2: at the uh, time here, Marshall. We are running behind schedule here. You are? Yeah, we're winding down here.
0: Oh, God. We always do that, don't we? Yeah, we do.
2: <laughs> I know. We were kind of going but overboard you know here.
0: You know what? Your callers tonight made me want to run outside and open the window and just scream, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. They, you, they got
2: you fired up tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Love that.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe there's something to hope for after all.
2: There really is. Now, Marshall, before we wrap it up here tonight, I want to just uh drop off here and say happy 911 anniversary anniversary to everyone. I was trying not to laugh there, but yes, it, I I know we're we're joking around when we say that, but it, it is something else when we no longer talk about one of the greatest hoaxes that was or that were ever really just um Executed right in front of our very own eyes, Marshall. It's really insane. And we were talking about the events of September 11th. And of course, I'm instantly brought back to waking up that morning, Marshall, and going to the kitchen and seeing my dad uh, just glued to the TV screen there. And he's watching a, um a building that's on fire. And at the time, I had no idea what the hell the World Trade Center was. No clue what yeah. it was. I, I didn't know anything about that until much later on. And, of course, I was reading about the original uh, World Trade Center attack back in the 90s there, Marshall. And it got me to do a lot of research that day. And I even got kicked out of class uh, later on that, that day, Marshall. Once I raised my hand and asked the teacher if perhaps our government had anything to do with it, if, if we allowed it to happen, is basically what I asked, Marshall.
0: Oh, you have- asked one of the questions that's not on the thou shalt only ask questions from this list list
2: i think it was a little too soon to be asking that
0: <laughs> no i don't think it was too soon i mean it was uh i knew it was a i knew what it was the day it happened because after the two towers fell and the dust settled and they got news cameras in there the first thing I saw in that video was sponged, baby. Right. It was sponged. But it was live and I saw it. And I saw a huge I-beam, like the kind that were around the uh, elevators, okay? Huge, massive I-beam, vertical. And it was sliced. Looked like, a, you know, at a 45-degree angle. And that was it. I mean, I could tell. no.
2: I knew then, Marshall, that, that something was is, wrong. This is, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I right. knew
0: that building was brought down because of a straight slice like that, unless you've wrapped some sort of cord around it. All right. That's, you know, and they, they talk about it. This stuff is used to, uh, to burn out engines and make things unusable. Uh, they were using they brought it down with explosives. But I saw mm-hmm. one of those I-beams that was perfectly sliced, and there was nothing that was purely man-made. And I saw that just sticking up, and I went, no, there's something else going on here. And I knew right there and then, on on the very day. But again, you know, what did the media do? They went in and sponged all of that stuff off.
2: That's right. And of course, Marshall, in 1999, NORAD conducted hijacking exercises where planes... Uh-huh where planes were basically flown into the Pentagon and the World Trade Center. So isn't that kind of um funny?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little odd. And this is, we have to have, got to have honesty. We've got to have our, our fourth estate. You know, the, the fourth estate was supposed to be a counterbalance against all of this. And the fourth estate has turned into the destabilizing force, And I really, really would love to see them have the guts to come back and go to like 2.30 and say, you know what? You're going to be a publisher and you're going to block people then you don't get the benefit of 2.30. And that law has been stretched way out of semblance. This has got to be fixed. If we could actually get the world back to – where we have some competition in the media And all of these anti-concentration laws That were methodically removed Principally, by the way, by the GOP Okay. However, this started with the Bushes And everyone, every president we had After Reagan and before Trump Was a globalist I don't care what party They were all globalists So the Bushes, the Obamas, the Clintons They're all globalists And this is, for me, this is the real crisis that we just, people are being dumbed down and they're participating in it. And so, who knows? Maybe you and I haven't been talking to enough people who are awake, but you know what? They called in tonight. They
2: called in, that's true. And by the way, I'll just leave you with this little factoid. Who do you think was the... Head director of the FBI on 9-11. He's your friend. Robert Mueller. Oh, jeez. Did everyone forget? I think everyone forgot. Wow. Doesn't that tell you everything now?
0: That opens up a whole (laughs) new can of worms.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm telling you, there's a lot, there's a lot there that has not been uh, let out of the bag yet in terms of 9-11 and the truth that the American people deserve. I'm telling you, Marshall, I'm tired of the government holding our hands. We deserve the truth. Yes. You can't just give us the bullshit yes. of it. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of national security. We can't, we, can't, we can't really say any of these things because national security purposes. That's BS.
0: Yeah. 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 Just going to have to get mad as hell and tell them all. We ain't going to take it anymore.
2: We're going to have to go. Let's see um, what
0: happens with the election.
2: We're going to have to go Please. perhaps um, burn Oprah's house down. And plant a garden mm, a over thought. it. Yeah, burn her house down and plant a garden. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, no one maybe, does do that. By the way, we're we're just joking.
0: Maybe there'll be key car keys under the potted plants.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Marshall, my goodness, Marshall, we we have gone over the respected time, and I don't want to hold you up any longer. It's been an honor and pleasure to have you here, as it always is, Marshall. Whenever I bring you on the program, I mean, the callers love you, the listeners love you. Um, uh, you know, I love you as a friend, not in, not in the other way, but you know, you're a great man. I respect you a lot and uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping the best for you when you make that move, even though, you know, moving is a hassle. It's kind of shitty to move, you know. It takes a lot of time and money and effort. So, I, yeah. I hope everything works out well for you on this uh move there, Marshall.
0: I'm into that, bro. I'm into that. You got it. And coming on the show with you, I, I just feel like family. I love that. I really feel like we're all just, you know, we're sitting around the table eating bunk cake and having coffee and pouring our hearts out.
2: That's how it's done. That's it. That's how That's it's it. done. So, Marshall, once again, thank you so much. If you want, go ahead and plug anything you'd like. The stage is yours. Go ahead.
0: Folks, my book, Surviving the Planet X Tribulation, now's the time to get it. Now is the time to get it because – If you're the kind of folks that have been calling in tonight, when people are waking up and they're wetting themselves, this is going to give you information you need to help them with their awareness and uh, to put a little self-sufficiency and hope into their lives. So check it out, Surviving the Planet X Tribulation.
2: Very nice. That's YaoUSA.com, where you'll find Marshall Masters if you want any more material. Marshall, thank you so much. We will talk to you again.
0: Look forward to it.
2: You got it, my friend. Stay safe. Will do. Mahalo. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was the one and only Mr. Marshall Masters. And I do want to thank all of you for being a part of the program as well. Those who called in really appreciate that. And, yes, the skies were bright orange and red. Rolling blackouts have caused me from uh, doing the show last week, as you know. And I sincerely apologize for that. I received lots of emails from many of you wonderful people out there. And I always say this, and I think it's true. The show, while not a mainstream show, I've created something special here. I couldn't have done that without you out there listening to this. You know who you are. Those of you who have helped and contributed to the cause. And yes, those who donated tonight. I see that. I really appreciate that. Dr. Strange, love. Much love to you. Really appreciate your efforts there. And I want to say thank you for all those emails out there. But I'm not near the mountains, luckily. I'm very far away in the southern desert of California. Nothing but agriculture out here, boys and girls. We are all sequestered uh, far away, very far away from the mountains. It's just all sand and lettuce and all kinds of other shit out here. That's about it. And you don't want to be here during the summer. The city motto is where the sun spends the winter. You don't want any part of that, trust me. Deacon's voice is like some WAP. A Uh, wet-ass pussy, is that what you're referring to there, Donovan? Yes, 120 degrees. It's it's very hot out here at times. Very, very hot. Now, once again, I do want to thank all of you for hanging out with me this evening. And if you have not subscribed yet to the YouTube channel, please do so now. And yes, take us on the road with you. iTunes Stitcher, CastBox, Google Play, if, if that's what you use. I don't think I know anyone who uses that. Mostly iTunes and CastBox is what I prefer, and that's the best way to get this program. Take us on the road with you. Share us with your friends, your girlfriends, your wives, your daughters, whoever, cousins, nephews, uncles. Share the show. We really appreciate that. Tomorrow night I will return with my Hideous. And I do want to thank your martial masters yet again. That was incredible. Just do it, bro. Throw seats, not stones. Yes, throw seats, not stones. That was um, pretty fun. Once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. We will do this again tomorrow night. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody.